Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Author Sherry Show. My name is Author Sherry. I work as a public speaking coach and TEDx speaker coach, founder and president MS Talks India, CEO Public Speaking University. I'm on a mission to create one million public speakers in India by 2030. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very special guest all the way from India itself. Yes, at the age of 16. she started working as a sign language interpreter in india the country with the world's largest deaf population when she was 20 she started interpreting news for the hearing impaired on national television she went on to found atulya kala india's first deaf run lifestyle brand her aim is to empower deaf artists in india and to increase the interaction with the rest of the society through business recently She also founded Hurricane which is a deaf run co-working cafe in New Delhi but due to lockdown you all know it's little unoperational at this moment but her initiatives have earned her worldwide recognition including a place in many many category of awards and i think the list is big but let me just highlight a few for your reference she's a winner of India Africa Young Visionaries fellowship winner of youth activist Nelson Mandela Civicus Innovation 2016 award winner of Devi award she had been listed in Forbes 30 under 30 she is also listed in BBC's top 100 inspirational women she delivered India's first TEDx talk in sign language she has also impacted more than 10000 participants through sign languages awareness campaigns she launched #deafnotdumbdigital campaign impacted 25000 beneficiaries through deaf culture awareness campaigns established in house training center providing bilingual education to deaf students free of cost she has increased presence in european market by opening an entirely deaf run branch in denmark a completely inspiring personality ladies and gentlemen let's not waste further time and let me invite our guest today on the screen Smriti Nagpal Smriti welcome to the author sherry show it's a pleasure to have you thank you so much for such a humble introduction thank you how are you you truly deserve you have i am doing good smriti how are you doing first of all i'm good quite thrilled right now <laughs> thanks to you lovely lovely pleasure is all mine and uh, smriti will start the show uh with your favorite song that's how we start we keep it light and then we'll move on to some questions so i wanted to sing two lines of your favorite song any favorite song english hindi or punjabi also i can see that you are a punjabi girl but you know, i just completely up to you how do you want to sing i leave it up to you <laughs> oh i guess we cannot hear you uh, are you unmute Yeah. No, we cannot hear you right now. Can you hear me? Yeah, but I cannot hear you. Okay. I guess your voice is not coming to me. Can you please check if it's by any chance muted or unmuted? Where where exactly it is? Still not still not coming. Still not coming. No. Okay, one second. 
Yeah, no, I cannot hear you. Yeah, one second. Yeah, Shruti, can you, uh, sorry, Smriti, can you hear me now? No, I cannot hear you. I cannot hear you. Oh my God. Is it sign language going on? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. What's happening? Moments ago, it was absolutely fine. I'm, no, still cannot hear you. I'm sure this is the... Yeah. No, I cannot hear you. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can log in again. Yeah, just try log out and log in again. That will be better. Yeah. Wow. Smriti Nagpal is here with us. She's listed in... Okay. She's listed in BBC's Top 100 Inspirational Women. Listed in Forbes 30 Under 30. I'm so sorry for the inconvenience. There's some broadcast challenge. As you know, technology. But look at the way this lady had her journey. I mean, this is just amazing. She has just joined again with us. Let me take her on the screen. Hello? Smriti, can I you can hear me now? You. I can hear you too. Congratulations. I'm back. <laughs> You are back. So we let's resume. I have requested you to sing your favorite song. Okay. Uh, Any I two lines. Sing a song. I can sign a song. Maybe. Do that. It will be the first. And and let and let me guess. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Then um. Which one should I choose? Uh. So this is a song called Photograph. Yes. And uh, I'm okay. just gonna sign um. You should have told me about this before. I would have practiced something. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, it has to be impromptu. Okay, why don't you sing the song and I'll sign it. Okay. Um, uh, English also works or Hindi? Anything. Anything. Okay. If I have to leave my life without you leave me the days would all be empty the night would seem so long with you i see forever all so clearly i might have been in love before but i never felt this strong our dreams are young and we both know They'll take us where we want to go. Hold me now, touch me now. I will love you forever. Nothing's gonna change my love for you. You wanna know by now how much I love you. One thing you can be sure, I'll never ask for more than... Oh, okay, okay, fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wow, that was Thank awesome. I was all the time sharing it. I was missing all the lines. I was missing all the lines. That was impromptu. By the way, you made me sing. You're very smart. You made me sing, by the way. You know, instead I of me never, singing, you I made me sing. Never. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. All right. Thank you. That was amazing. Yeah, I mean, sign language. I'm, I'll just come to that. You know, that's an amazing skill. 
but smriti uh, you have uh, you know started your journey at such a young age and today uh, you know you are a known name into the uh, entrepreneurship and in your business and i would like to know about your background how did you start it first of all take us through your childhood days and then uh, your uh, you know college days and uh, just 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 tell us something about you which people would love, love to know and they can connect with you yeah so um was born in a typical pampered uh, punjabi family and i'm the youngest uh, in my family so i have two elder siblings who are uh, okay. about 10 years elder to me so you can imagine you know the okay. extra love and pampering i've got from siblings and parents uh, but when i was born uh, both my siblings were deaf and mute so uh, oh. uh, you know ever since i started uh, crawling my mom tells me that you started signing so she was like even before you started speaking words you started signing them which is a very natural instinct for any child but just because i was born in a family where this language was already present and uh, they were using it it became you know a very uh, like an integral part of my uh, personality so it went on and i started uh, professional interpreting at the age of 16 Uh, which actually was not something wow. that I planned, but uh, at that time in India we didn't have enough uh, sign language interpreters. So I and you know few of my other friends, we were just part of uh, either our sisters or brothers were deaf or their parents were deaf. So we were that that kind of a community, you know, coming from the first generation of uh, sisters of deaf adults or children of deaf adults. So we started interpreting, and I was you know one of the first generation who was part of that. and then that's where the real journey started for me i um, i realized there and then that you know uh, sometimes you know you have this uh, one particular thing that strikes you so much that you know for the fact that no matter where you're going this passion is never going to die in your heart so sign language was that for me well, like although i was too uh, young to realize what passion means but i knew that uh, this one uh, you know phase of my life i'm never going to let go and that's when i started working with a lot of organization i started volunteering while you know i was having my school going on and all that and then like a typical um, i was also doing all the other things that a teenager used to do or you know enjoying my college days and enjoying my school life so i didn't compromise on that part but i never compromised even on my passion part so uh, and then in first year of my college i got an interview call from uh, dd news and they wanted me to join as a sign language news anchor uh, which was actually the time when uh, dd news took a switch from a weekly bulletin in hearing uh, in sign language to now a daily bulletin so it was then when they needed more people okay. to come and you know work with them and that's where i being the youngest of the lot started working with them my news used to go uh, live at 6:15 in the morning which meant i was also attending my college I was also waking up at 4:30 in the morning and going to you know uh, Monday out and giving the news and then following my entire day. So that's where my professional career took a little bit of uh, drift. And uh, I graduated and studied business. I also come from a business background in my family. And then uh, when the graduation completed, I then worked with my dad for a couple of years. Turned out that. i would leave his business to you know him and i will do something uh, that will interest me more and that's when asurdekhala was uh, started 
that was the real journey of me putting all my ideas all my passion and creating a solution for the issues that i've always seen in the community so yeah that's that's where it all started actually incredible incredible you said you you started learning professionally at the age of 16 i mean that's i mean is that age really uh, was right for you or it's like you had those circumstances where your siblings were you know having that issue so what actually inspired you to get into it uh, was that the uh, situation at home or was it something uh, you know you since you were a part of the family and you were like okay fine let's do this let me try this I want to do this for my family. Uh well, I think I have been extremely fortunate to have such siblings because the kind of uh, things that a younger sibling would get, you know, all the things especially from like learning how to drive, learning how to go alone to shopping, learning how to do solo traveling, all of these interesting things came from my, you know, brothers and brother and sister. So I never had that kind of a a typical uh, family issue where in a hearing kid would be the one who will be handling the deaf siblings right uh, i was always the one who was never forced to do anything but i myself loved the idea of communicating of sharing things without even speaking a word it was just a beautiful way for me so i even used to use it for cheating in my school you know i taught my best friend how to uh, use some words oh and used to do cheating in the classroom so I, it was always such a interesting way of uh, communicating, and somehow I got hooked to it. Like there are a lot more people who have their family members who are deaf, but for them, sign language is just a language made for you know a deaf community. But for me, it was just like I was studying uh, French and German, and for me, it was the same way. You know, just exactly the same way that I know an additional language. and i had no idea when this got into me so much that it started defining me like this is who i i became because of that one thing so i uh, will never say wow. that it was because of circumstances but i will always say that yeah. those circumstances really inspired me to become what i am today yeah amazing amazing very well said very well said so smriti uh, you have started teaching uh, bilingual education to deaf students free of cost and i want to say free of cost so what uh, what actually inspired you to get into this because uh, youngsters at your age i mean they are thinking very different kind of a life but you entered into this and now you are teaching free of cost that also bilingual to deaf challenging at the same time not getting any revenue so i think uh, a noble soul can think and do this and actually execute it what were you, what was your, what is the thought on this uh so when i started sulikala i had you know two ways to go about it one was to register it as a non you know as an ngo and uh, remain you know on charities and donations that i can get and the second yeah. way for me was to create a social enterprise but when i yeah. started it the term social enterprise didn't exist it was not even like a thing right so uh for me it was always that i want to create a model which can at least generate enough revenues that i can pay the salaries of the people working with me yeah. i didn't want to uh, wait for any donation to come in so i can give the money ahead so that's why adhilikal has always been an independent entity where uh, we have generated lifestyle products which are um, designed and you know curated by deaf artists and designers wow. and then they are marketed in urban uh, 
places we have store tie-ups and we have uh, very very often we have uh, exhibitions across entire india so those products were not picked up by the people because it was made by a handicapped you know community no it was picked up by people because they just felt like oh it's a good product and it will look good in my wardrobe or you know i would like to carry this bag and that was the whole aim for me of course but but my aim was not only that my aim was also to you know uh, be able to spread sign language awareness as much as i can that's when even in hakan cafe we used to have weekly uh, sign language sessions for anybody and everybody to come and join which was always free of cost and uh, by doing wow. all these awareness campaigns we are able to at least impart sign language to more than 40000 hearing people now uh, this was for the hearing crowd but now we also started realizing there are a lot of deaf students who are you know in their high school or you know 11 12 they are going to start a new journey once they uh, finish their schooling but because in india we still struggle when it comes to bilingual education for deaf uh, kids so we don't really have yeah. infrastructure and you know places where they learn their course in sign language so it's mostly oral and you know written which is very difficult for them to understand so we started creating yeah. a, a a center you know in our office uh, space and used to just have these students come over and deaf people like i was never teaching them because i always felt that a deaf person would be able to teach a deaf person better so uh, these people used to teach them with english with logical reasoning with you know comparative exam uh, things which would really help these students to go ahead and uh, actually you know succeed much more in their careers and that was the whole aim behind it and somehow uh, it worked out well i mean my sales were never disturbed and my uh, teams were happy and uh, i was happy because i could see people coming and learning and you know enjoying and uh, never really had a burden for me so yeah absolutely absolutely amazing inspiring in fact uh, i had a visit at your cafe and that's when i realized that i have to meet smriti one day and today smriti here is with us live on the community you are really really special you are doing amazing work you you have to be acknowledged by by not only the indian government but also abroad and i believe that there's lot more to come in your career but i'm curious to ask you one question smriti that what made you learn sign language and how did you learn from where did you learn the sign language um okay truth so what happened that when i started uh, using sign language and started interpreting till the age of 13 in india we didn't have indian sign language so this is another thing that i would clear for the viewers and you know for everybody who's watching this every country uh, has their own uh, indigenous sign language and till okay. i was 12 so say like about till uh, 2002 2003 we didn't have uh, indian sign language developed so we all used to practice american sign language uh and okay. that's when you know the linguistic center in india and the deaf leaders and the organizations started realizing that we being such a big population and such a diverse country with so many languages and cultures we need to have our own personal sign language developed and that's when indian sign language was built we are still we still have a long way to go in you know adding new words and things so yeah. um, and that's when i started picking up indian sign language through you know my uh, network and my sibling and, and you know friends of and the deaf leaders all those things so it was very organic i never went for any kind of a formal training 
because by at that time okay. we didn't really have a formal training and then now we okay. have fortunately we have a indian sign language research and training center where anybody and everybody can go enroll themselves learn the sign language get the certification and really get good jobs and you know good the pay and everything is it's a good career opportunity i at that time didn't have this so i just started doing organically uh, but i think my experience and my uh, work was such that certificate was never a question like nobody really asked me if i have a certificate or not uh, but that's how it all started wow fantastic fantastic and um, i'm also fascinated by the fact that these deaf artists can become good public speakers also isn't aren't they i mean i'm sure you might have uh, met lot of them so have you met yes, anybody who is like uh, speaking very good so i have you people who love talking and you know love sharing their experiences with people uh, most of the time those experiences and beautiful stories are just uh, confined to their own community because the community outside their uh, group do not really initiate or knows the language right so uh, somehow it always yeah. stops in that little zone of deaf people but i think people like you if you would ever feel that we should go ahead and you know also hear about their stories in sign language and know how interesting their lives are and i think that will that platform and that kind of a uh sharing would really help hearing community to know that a deaf community is no different from you you and me like it's basically that i am sharing my story by speaking and they will share it by signing and that's the only difference uh and that will really help in bridging the gap that we have been trying to do from here uh so yeah there are i would love to explore this yes you should would certainly love to explore this yeah yeah definitely yes. with your help now Since we are connected, we're gonna do that for sure. That will be really, okay. Really great. Good. So, uh, yes, yes, Smithy, how did you landed up to this opportunity, this uh, this uh, amazing, amazing uh, achievement of yours when uh, you have been declared the top hundred women list for, with BBC? How did this came to your life? Oh, I'm totally telling you guys the truth. I was actually. Um, in europe for a conference and uh, i had uh, no idea that you know there is something called the list or you know that uh, forbes has started their asia list i was quite far from there because i always felt that i will take like when i was in my 20 like when i was 20 i think uh, one of my bucket list was forbes 30 under 30 but i always felt that it will take me good 5 6 8 years to you know reach there and then probably i will feel that i deserve it so i never really went to the path of uh, networking or you know applying for it and while i was on the conference it was actually by uh, european government and they invited me and uh, there i got a mail one day and it was from bbc and they said that you know we have shortlisted you amongst the seven uh, women in india uh, for the bbc 100 list and wow. with me on that list i had sania mirza i had lata mangeshkar i had all those super big names you know and i and this other like the, i oh. i i said like really like what list is this and why such huge names on the same uh, list that i am and then i came to india after 15 days or so and uh, they in, they came to the office and they said we have to interview you they took a bite and you know they did that uh, interview thing which was actually going on live for uh, a month on bbc so like five times a day 
and through that i got so many like so many emails so many interviews that that was my phase of life where i truly felt overwhelmed you know where i was like what is going on and my parents were being in- interviewed my siblings were being interviewed my house was flooded with the media and then came wow. the forbes so this was going on and then i got a mail that you know forbes has selected me for their 30 in the 30 social entrepreneur category and then i was like okay like so i think that was a phase where um somehow i felt that i wish this would have happened maybe 2 years later but that everybody you know it happens when it has to happen right so uh, yeah. i used to underestimate myself at a point but i think people didn't so the support was amazing and it really helped atul rekala and our team to grow and you know be, become known and be what we are today so so thankful to all those people who have helped me through this journey Well, fantastic you thoroughly deserve it and i think uh, that uh, the work gets recognized what more you can ask and your work the way you have uh, helped other people has been recognized and you truly deserve these honors and uh, many more to come for your inspiring work keep up the good work and uh, i'm sure you're going to fetch more for india thank you so much <laughs> i wish to Priti, too atul yeah thanks a lot Smriti Atulya Kala, what are you planning to do? Do you have a team over here, and what are your future plans with Atulya Kala now? Uh, so uh, currently we operate from Delhi. Like this is our home ground. We work from here, but we have our store presence in different cities, and we have you know tie ups. With, so we are present pan India, but now we are planning to uh, okay. you know, diversify our product line in terms of revenue. Where I speak, so we are entering new products wherein it will be specializing in. uh some sort of category so we're launching more of home decor and then we're launching more of apparel just to you know so we expanded into a fully fledged lifestyle brand and that's one sure, part apart sure. from this the second thing we're working right now is the uh, and I'm very passionate about this part of it is that I really in the recent days of you know lockdown I have been uh, speaking to my sister a lot and I uh, I keep seeing her on video call with you know uh females from different parts of india who are just sharing their trouble stories stories of you know cyber fraud stories of molestation stories of abuse and all those things land up to a point yeah. where they don't know where to go so uh now what we are doing in atulikala is that i'm planning to start up an organization uh you know a child uh company with atulikala where we want to develop a secure networking for all the states and cities for deaf for deaf females so if there's any kind of issue any kind of problem they are facing they do not have to go and see whom can they share this with so i want to become that link that will tie up with you know the legal aids the sign language interpreter and the deaf leaders of that particular state so i think if we have all three things in place the victim will never have a problem to connect and to go where they want to go So that's the kind of the next thing that we are looking forward to in terms of our social uh, parallel of the business. So that's fantastic, the next. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, many, I think we have so many more plans to go. We are also going to start a new campaign for sign language awareness, which we are speaking to you know uh, media houses, so that we can, with the growing you know with with Corona, uh, now that people have started wearing masks, it has become so difficult. Furthermore. Girl, for deaf people to even do the lip reading, 
because that was the only yeah. source of communication between a hearing and a deaf person if you don't know the sign language so now the oh, mask yes. is really uh, in the mask is such a big issue and in our atulikala uh, we have tried to create you know mask where we have a, a sort of a transparent thing on the lip but it's not comfortable we have tried it uh, so now we are starting a campaign where we will uh, try to push sign language more and more that people can at least learn you know basic words so if they ever meet a deaf person they don't really have to struggle in communicating uh, so yeah that these are like few of the things that we are planning but there's so much more to come yeah that's really praiseworthy i wish you all the best for your uh, efforts with atulya kala and uh, whatever you are doing i know it's very inspiring and uh, i'm sure many people who are watching we request you to please share this interview uh, so that it will reach out to different people uh, you never know that one person who has a profile and i'm asking all my viewers to share this interview and it can reach out to the uh, connected audience uh, who are uh, you know deaf and dumb and who were actually uh, not able to hear or not able to see or whatever it is i just want that it should reach out to the right people so that they can be assisted by our very own uh, smriti nagpal here and uh, smriti thank you so much for taking out your precious time before before we say log out and goodbye to everybody uh, yeah yeah you want to say something i just want to do a bit of correction uh, you know in terms of how we address deaf people uh, because i know that you know our indian uh, uh, law and legal system and constitution has defined deaf and dumb as the right term to be used but uh, uh, me and many more like me are actually trying from years to change this term uh, if yeah. we have a long way to go and you know so i just want to tell everybody who's watching this that uh, the the best and the most uh, uh, you know pleasing way to address a deaf person would be deaf and mute that will not offend anybody and that will that'll be the appropriate uh, terminology you can also say hearing impaired you can also say hearing and speech impaired uh, and that would be the perfect way to address them i think this platform will at least help me share you know the things which are important and thanks to you that people will be watching and uh learning these little bit of things uh, that we can share but yeah now fabulous fabulous thanks for the right terms and i think this is much needed we should all give respect to each other we are all a part of this planet and we all are human beings thank you for sharing this and at the same time priti i want to say, i know do some some words with sign language if you can yeah you know i can say the word yes. and you can do sign language probably you know let's let's do Always. that yes. for a minute yeah so let me yeah. say words and then probably lines also uh, hello okay so you say hello thank you so much thank hello. you so this is thank you thank and then you can say so much thank you thank you so much so much wow thank you so much okay and then I really appreciate you. Okay, so um, you can say uh, so. There's no exact uh, translation for appreciate, uh, but you can say I. You are really good. Is does that make sense? Would you say that? Okay. okay. So you can say yeah. So you will say that you are really okay. good. Okay. 
you were really good okay all right all right and it was nice talking thank you thank you so much <laughs> all right smriti thanks a lot for your time it was wonderful to have you with us and looking forward to Be many lovely. more collaborations and associations and i wish good luck to atul kala india for doing spectacular work in the coming times to come and all the best wishes on behalf of ms talks community and public speaking university thanks a lot for joining in thank you so much ayi all the best to you too bye bye thank you bye bye